So this Sunday is a very special Sunday in the annual planning of Living Word Chapel. On the first Sunday in November, we close the doors in our buildings, both campuses, so that we can open up our hearts to our communities. And we do that by being the hands and the feet of Jesus. You know, uh, sometimes we think that church is a place that we go to, or we think of a church as a denomination. I go to the this church or this name of this church. Uh, but when you look at the Bible, uh, that's not what the church was ever meant to be. In fact, we get the, the, the name church or the word church from uh, another word, uh, ecclesia, which in Spanish is where we get the word iglesia. And what that word means is those that have been called out of the world for the purpose of serving Jesus Christ. And so the church is uh, a, a people. It's not a building. It's what we, what we do for Christ uh, because of what he's done for us. And so uh, one of the, the, the things that are, one of the scripture verses that is very important to us as we think about serve our city is uh, Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. He said, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And then he said, and to give his life as a ransom. And so Jesus teaches us that uh, his purpose on earth was not to come in and sit to be served as most kings and people of royalty in this, in this world do. Uh, he came here as the king of kings and the Lord of lords, but he came so that he could serve uh, those that he ministered to. In fact, that's what the word ministry means. To, to, to do ministry is to serve others. And so this Sunday, that's what we're doing as a church. We're going to be in four communities uh, in our surrounding area. And we are going to be doing different projects. Uh, instead of going to church, we are going to be the church. And I want to talk to you this morning quickly because I'm, I'm getting ready to, to go out and, uh, and serve our community, so I'm not going to make this a real long message, but I want to talk to you about the truth about serving. That's been a series that we've been going through in the last uh, three weeks. And the truth about serving is this, when you look at it from a biblical perspective, uh, we serve like Jesus. That's, that's the core of the truth. That's the foundation of the truth. Uh, Jesus taught us uh, that he came to serve, not to be served. And, and then in, in John 13, he does something really crazy because he, he, he washes the disciples' feet in, in, that, in that passage. And what, what you find from, from his servanthood is that he, he gives an example of what we should be doing. In fact, in, in chapter 13, verse 5, he says, I've given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. And there are so many motivators that you find in that, in that passage, in, in his action. So that's what I want you to think about. So our walk with God is more than knowing what the Bible says, but it's actually doing what the Bible says to do. And that's Jesus in action. 
so he motivates us. And, and what motivates us at the, at, at the very beginning of uh, being like Jesus and serving like Jesus is it's God's love that motivates us to serve others. I love what it says in, in verse 1 of chapter 13. He loved his disciples during his ministry on earth. Now think about it. Ministry means to serve. So he loved his disciples enough to serve them. And then it says he loved them to the very end. And he served them to the very end. So God's people should be serving others because of the love of God flowing in us and through us. It's the love of God that changes us as individuals, but it's also the love of God that changes our world. And so when we go out into our community, we're going out to serve, but we're going out because of love. And if you're sitting here watching me this morning, I want you to know that, that God loves you. He loves you before you do anything for him. And it's his love that, that permeates hearts, your heart. He wants to come and permeate your heart. He wants to restore the brokenness. He wants to uh, reconcile you to the people that are important in your life, uh, especially him. And so that's what the cross is all about. The cross is about restoring you and reconciling you back to the Father. Once that is done, then it's amazing how you can begin to uh, restore the lives of other people. And you can reconcile the love of God to other people. And there's another motivator that I think about as we, we're going out. Um, Jesus never made excuses that would prevent him from, from serving. Now, his disciples were full of excuses. If you look at that passage in, in John 13, you see that Peter said, no, Lord, I'm, I'm not going to let you wash my feet. Peter understood that the, the lowest of servants was the one that washed the feet of the master's home. So he said, there's no way that I'm going to let you wash my feet. You're not going to be the lowest of servants in my life. But Jesus said, unless I wash you, Peter, you have no part with me. And that's important to us because we need Christ to wash us, to cleanse us from all of the yuckiness that this life brings into our path. And with that, there's a model there. He, he says, don't be a person that lives by an excuse in your life that is going to prevent you. And there's so many excuses that we make. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too... Um, I'm above other people. I'm below other people. Uh, it's too cold. It's too hot. There's all kinds of excuses that can come into your life. This Sunday for us is a no excuse Sunday. Uh, we're going out and we're going to make a difference for the glory of God. We know that we can talk about our communities and how, how, how bad they are. And we can find and nitpick of all the things that are going wrong in our society or... We can be a no-excuse church, and we could go out and make the difference that needs to be made for the glory of God. And, and when we do that, um, we do it also with another motivator. The other motivator is that God blesses us when we serve. Uh, Jesus telling his, his disciples in John 13, he says, Now that you know these things, in other words, now that you know that I came to serve, that I'm serving you, now that you know this, God will bless you when you do them. And so you think to yourself, well, 
Are we supposed to go and wash people's feet? I don't, I don't think that's the meaning of this, of this passage right here. And the meaning of this passage is that Jesus took the lowliest place of servanthood. And he did what the lowliest servant would do, though he was a king and though he was a lord. And so for us, it's, it's us saying, I'm going to take the lowliest place. I'll do whatever God calls me to do to, to make a difference in my family, make a difference in my church, make a difference in my city. When we do, there's a promise. The promise is that God will bless you. And so that motivates me because I love the blessings of God. I, I love that, that he, he gives us promises that in my life I will have his peace. I will have his, the patience that I need for whatever situation I'm posed with. I have his self-control. I have the perseverance I need to, to, to weather through the storms of life. And, and I have uh, his love. And so his blessings are a promise to us, and he blesses us whenever we serve like Jesus. And so I would, I would ask you to consider making this a priority in your life. The second thing that I want to bring to you about the truth of serving is that not only do we serve like Jesus, but we serve for Jesus. And that's important right there. Uh, the apostle Peter, who was the main character besides Christ in John 13, he writes a letter and in that letter in chapter 4, verse 10 and 11, he says this. He says, God has given each of you a gift from his variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. And then he says, all glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. This is an incredible, incredible uh, verse or passage because it says that God has given each person a gift. And that gift is given to us for the strengthening of the people of God for the strengthening of the body of Christ as we serve one another. But not only that, because we, we think, you know what, we, the, God wants the church to be strengthened, but God also wants the strength, uh, the church to strengthen our world. He, he, he called the church to be uh, the salt of the earth and the light of the world. That's what we're called to do. And the way that we make this happen, the way that this actually becomes a reality is when we serve other people with the gift that God has given us. Now, this is vital right here. So if there's a variety of gifts uh, that God has, they're endless, then it's, it's imperative for people to use the gift that he's given you because as the body is using whatever gift it's called to be using, like a pinky and a ring finger and middle finger and index finger and thumb. That's just our hand. Uh, the knuckles are vitally important as well. Uh, the wrist is important for us to move. There's every part that, that is vital to the whole holistic of the body. And, and that's how, how it is in, in and through the church. Uh, right now, there's someone next to me that's using her gift on media. And she's, she's putting this, this, this uh, message together. 
Uh, she's using a lot of different uh, uh, vehicles to make it happen, but, but God is using her gifting so that you're able to watch me preach. I'm preaching a message uh, by the grace of God, and, 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 uh, and when I do, and I believe that God is leading me to speak into your life, uh, if I if I do it like if I'm like if God is speaking through me and I believe that because I, I this is His word, then then you are going to be built up, you're going to be edified, you're going to be strengthened, and and every part of the body is is vital. So you're sitting there and you're watching me today, and you're important to the body of Christ. You're important to to the world. You're important because God wants to make a difference in you so that he can make a difference through you. I'm going to say that again. God wants to make a difference in you so that he can make a difference through you. The only way that will happen is by you serving others. Your life is more than just you. Our lives are community. Our lives are, are, are made to live where we make people better. In fact, you'll never be better until you make others better. And, and so you'll never do that unless you serve for Jesus. Because when you serve for Jesus, you bring glory to Jesus. And he doesn't need you, but he wants to use you. He, he wants for you to be the difference maker in, in, in people's life. Now, here, here's the third thing that I want to leave with you today as I, as I get ready to, to go out and serve our communities with, with hundreds of others that are going to be serving with me. Um, we serve to Jesus. That's profound. Not only do we serve like Jesus, not only do we serve for Jesus, but we serve to Jesus. Here, here's what, uh, what he said, Jesus' Jesus's words in Matthew 25 Verse 40, he said, when, when, you, when you did what you did, when you, when you served others, you did it, uh, when, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. I'm going to read that again. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Now, the whole thrust of that, uh, of this passage, that's just one verse. The whole thrust is, is when Jesus returns, he is going to, to we're going to stand before him and he's going to judge what we've done. He's going to, uh, you know, he's going to tell us uh, what we've done and reward us for that. And I love how the writer of Proverbs put it. He put it like this. He said, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. Wow. That, that's mind-blowing. Think about it. When you give and when you serve and you give someone a hand up, you're doing it to God. And it's, 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 it's a game changer, beloved. When, when you understand that, that when, you're, when you take the initiative, when you're, when you're motivated by, by the Holy Spirit to go out and do things like Jesus because you want to do things for Jesus, you're actually doing things to Jesus. And this week, maybe start today. Maybe start serving the people around you. Maybe start praying for that person that's, that's hurting. Just go offer prayer for them or at least pray to God 
for them. Or someone needs, um, you know, you want to pay something forward. You, 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 you want to buy someone a cup of coffee. You want to maybe help a neighbor with something that they've got going on. Whatever it may be, you can serve like Jesus. You can serve for Jesus with a mindset that you're serving to Jesus. You'll never be disappointed because it's more blessed to give than to receive. You're blessed whenever you do the things that God has called you to do and he's got a wonderful plan for your life. So I'm gonna leave you with, with a prayer because maybe today you, you're hearing this and maybe you're down and out. Maybe you're going through a difficult time and, um, and you need God. And so I wanna lead you in a prayer for you to make Jesus uh, your Lord and Savior, for you to say yes to the one who loves you. It's a simple prayer. It's just, God, I need you. Uh, I'm tired of trying to do life on my own. And today I just open up my heart to Jesus Christ. I, I pray, Lord God, that, uh, that you will come in, Lord, and forgive me my sins because of what Jesus did on the cross. I believe that he went to the cross. He died for all my sins. I believe he rose from the dead on the third day, just like the Bible said he would. And so today I'm making a choice to make him my Lord and Savior and to follow him from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me today, you, you are a child of God. You've uh, crossed the threshold from, uh, from no faith to faith in the one who came to change your life. And I'm rejoicing with you if you did that. And uh, today's the, the first day of the greatest uh, days of your life because God has an amazing plan for your life. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Know that God loves you very much. And let's just serve people around us for the glory of God. God bless you.